here are the best quarterback in the Sun Belt. It's Locked On Sun Belt. You are Locked On Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. All right, great show for you today. <laughs> Sound like I'm on 1033 The Goat and Sports Chat. Uh, we're going to talk Darren Granger or quarterbacks in uh, the Sunbelt. Darren Granger may be the best. Uh, We'll talk about early Marshall and Virginia Tech. When was the last time someone actually posted it on Twitter? I got to go back and look. The last time group of five school in the Sun Belt was favored, home or not, against a power five team. Not that they don't deserve to be, but you just generally don't see it. And uh, an early week three uh, preview. All right, so we will do all of that. Here tonight on another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. And again, I do appreciate you guys, you know, continuing to support the channel. We're above 650 subscribers. It's like 400 in the last four months. You guys have been fabulous. It's taken off since June. Yeah, so about four months. And uh, I really do appreciate it. Again, please subscribe and download. And download. Please subscribe in a YouTube. Also for the audio. If you just want to listen to it, you can do that wherever you find your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. Spotify uh, as well. You're welcome to subscribe there. You can I can see when someone does because the audio jumps in the download. So it is appreciated. Thank you so much. All right, let's talk Darren Granger of Georgia State. They have a huge ball game Thursday against Coastal Carolina. Surprisingly, a six and a half point underdog a little bit low that may be more on reputation than uh, than anything else i would think that georgia state would be favored if they were at home i'm not sure coastal has played all that well this year i certainly understand at the beginning of the season what you would do but you know i think georgia state has played outside of not playing any defense against rhode island <laughs> they have played two good weeks in a row uh uconn may not be as good as i thought uh, but they took care of that. And then they went on the road and took care of Charlotte. So they've played very well. Coastal Carolina uh, did a number on Duquesne this weekend. So maybe that's where that line is coming from. But as we mentioned yesterday, we're kind of, you know, looking at all those numbers. Darren Granger leads the conference in total offense. Um, among other numbers. And he is outstanding. And then I was trying to figure out who else would that be? Because you would go to Grayson McCall, right? You could go to Grayson McCall because he's only the three-time. He's the only, you know, three-time offensive player of the year. And so he would be the guy, but he's not having the year that. I don't think he's having the year that. uh Danny Granger is not a chance. Now I got to go scroll all the way down here. Let's see where we are here. Because it is amazing. Number one, total offense. This was, uh, yeah, as of Saturday. So Darren Granger, number one, total offense, 300, almost 340 yards a game. 
He's slightly below Bryn da- uh, Davis Bryn uh, in terms of passing average a game. But remember, Granger runs the ball a bunch. So he's only about 50 yards behind Davis Bryn passing. Uh, but he's 40 yards ahead of him total because of the running. Passing efficiency, number one. <laughs> So I, I would think right now that Darren Granger, through three games, is the best quarterback in the conference, okay? So let's who could it be? T.J. Finley is off to a great start. Didn't play that well against UTSA, but certainly played well against Jackson State and certainly led, uh, led Texas State to a win over Baylor. Grayson McCall is right there. I just, I'm not sure about Gunnar Watson. I think he's a good quarterback. It's just really tough for him to bring Troy back. His numbers aren't awful. He's got three interceptions. I mean, his percentage, completion percentage is 56%. Even I can do that, 56 for 100 with three interceptions. He's got seven touchdowns, three interceptions. All that Troy needed was a chance to get into field goal range, and he couldn't do that. Um. Joy Aguilar has played very well, actually. He's got nine touchdowns and two interceptions. He's played most of the season so far in place of the original, was it Ryan Berger? Uh, original App State quarterback. We'll see if Ryan gets back in there. Uh, but he's played well, almost led him to a victory against Carolina. And, uh, you know, I had to come from behind against ECU before App State pulled away. Uh Cam Fancher is Cam Fancher. He's kind of is what he is, kind of a game manager. One touchdown, one interception. Going to probably have to play a little bit better than that against Virginia Tech. Uh, my guy Bradley, uh, you know, Carter Bradley. Carter Bradley, uh, uh, two of his three interceptions were against Tulane late. So I always give a pass for those things because you're forcing a throw there. He does have uh, four touchdowns, two very nice ones to call on Lacey. Uh, this week against in their huge win against uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, Billy Wiles has got some work to do, and, and Grant Wilson had a big ball game against uh, the Cajuns. He had four touchdowns against the Cajuns. Didn't play quite as well against Wake Forest. Uh, but right now, Darren Granger is your number one quarterback. I mean, he's got no interceptions, none. Davis Bryn has seven. Five in one game, plus a fumble. <laughs> TJ Finley, how about that? He doesn't have any interceptions. That's outstanding. So right now, I, I would probably put, I mean, as quarterbacks go, probably put Darren Granger one, TJ Finley two. I might put Joe Aguilar three. And then Grace McCall four. And then put my guy there, Carter Bradley, number five. Now you got to watch out for uh, in terms of offense, you know, in terms of passing, I guess it is. We're not looking at uh, passing efficiency. Jordan McLeod's got very good passing efficiency, just doesn't pass it very much. Uh, he's only attempted 68 passes. Remember, he didn't start the first game for JMU, but he played most of it. He hasn't thrown an interception yet either. And he led them back for a come-from-ahead victory, if you will, against uh, Virginia. So uh, Joy, uh, Jordan McLeod's having a fine season as well. But I would, let me see here. I think for the passing efficiency, I'm, I'm going to almost go with that. 
Darren Granger, TJ Finley, Joy Aguilar, Carter Bradley. From what I've seen, Grant Wilson's had one good ball game, so we'll hold off on that. Uh, ben Woldridge was having a fine season before he got hurt. Five touchdown passes and uh, one interception. So the question becomes, you know, when does, when, if he does, does Zeon Chris get on this, on this list? He was outstanding after 90-minute rain delay. We talked about that yesterday. Had, what, 171 yards uh, in the air. Had 103 yards on the ground. Three touchdowns combined. It was 41-3 to when he left the ball game. We'll see if Zeon Chris makes that. I'm not sure he's going to make the top five list anytime soon. But see what happens. If he beats Minnesota, he will. <laughs> uh, that's in a couple of weeks. But see what happens. <coughs> Excuse me. If uh, you know he keeps on having those kind of games and the Cajuns' offense kind of uh, erupts, although, geez, they scored thirty-eight points, thirty-one points, and forty-one points. It's it's not the Cajuns' offense was not exactly struggling to score points. Maybe struggling to be a little bit more uh, consistent. All right, so I I happen to think Darren Granger is the best quarterback. Uh, in the Sunbelt Conference. T.J. Finley's right there. I put Joy Aguilar right after that. Carter Bradley there. You know, my guy Ben Woldridge also uh, was playing very well, but he's going to be out four to six weeks. So Carter, um, so Ben Woldridge is out for the Cajuns four to six weeks. That's why Zeon Chris is going to be taking over with Chandler Fields backing him up. All right, let's take a time out. When we come back, we'll talk a little Marshall, Virginia Tech. I mean, this should be a sold-out ball game. There in Marshall, I would have no doubt about that. Uh, doesn't even matter that Virginia Tech is not that good. All right. We will do that next. Let's talk about FanDuel having some fun. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to this in a minute. But let me tell you about FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you play a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. Well, I did win. I did win a little pool. Got to pick a parlay. And wouldn't you know it, uh, three of us had to split it. So it wasn't quite as big, but hey, that's plus. But when I was playing on Saturday at one o'clock, <laughs> I was going to go five and oh, by two o'clock, I was one and four. So we made a little bit of a comeback uh, in the evening. Florida won and covered. Syracuse won. There seemed to be another one in there where I did okay. Lost on Colorado. But uh, we came out even and now a little bit above even with uh, the pool win. So uh, having a good time. I have to learn about these cash out opportunities because I got greedy with the Georgia Southern game up 14 to 7. Like the difference would have been $5 between waiting to see if they cover and what I had the opportunity to, to take. And I did not take it. I should have taken it. Uh, I'd be up a little bit more. Anyways, I'm having a great time with uh, the FanDuel app. Really easy to do uh, from uh, from the couch. So I appreciate uh, them being a sponsor and giving us that opportunity uh, to do a little gambling here in uh, Louisiana. 
Uh, all right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. This Marshall team had a little bit of an odd early week off to get ready for Virginia Tech at home. Probably not the worst thing, right? Because camp has been going since about the end of July, beginning of August, actually. Beginning of August. That's 31 days in August. You know, they they were they were off. They they were off this week, so they didn't play, but they probably still practiced a couple of days. Kind of get the weekend off, right? Maybe Friday through Sunday, something like that. Come back Monday or whatever the schedule may be. But they've been really going at it, as everybody else has, for seven weeks now. And so it's not the worst thing to have off what the rest of us would think, boy, that's really early to have an off week. Someone else had it like week two. So they had it uh, week one. They've had a couple of, I'm not sure about when to move on, but yeah, I guess it's the first one was they had to come from behind to beat Albany 21-17 FCS school. They put 21 points on the board in the fourth quarter against East Carolina. Uh, defense has been really good in the second half. Offense has been a little bit shaky uh, so far. Uh, again, it's tough to get all that pissy, I guess, with Cam Fancher. I mean, isn't he like 8-1 and one as a starter? <laughs> you know, I, all right, so he doesn't look like Tom Brady or Joe Montana or Chad Pennington for that fact of the matter, but He's eight and one. He's winning. If he was playing the way and they were losing, then to be like, all right, maybe you got to make a change. But they're playing that way and he's winning. So we'll go with that. And now Virginia Tech is coming in. I mean, it's going to be quite the scene in Marshall. Uh, that is going to be a fun scene. Uh, hopefully it is sold out. Some of the places were not. I don't think they were. They had a huge crowd, as big a crowd as they could have. I've had the Rock for the Tulane ball game in Hattiesburg. Um, ODU had a little bit of a disappointing crowd bringing in Wake. That was disappointing. Oklahoma State didn't have a problem bringing in a crowd. They stink, and they still brought in a big crowd. <laughs> Just to watch the Cowboys get trucked by South Alabama. Uh, hopefully they have a good crowd in, in Mobile this week. It is, is, it's Central Michigan. I'm getting confused by the Cajuns and the Tigers. It is Central Michigan going to... Uh, mobile whereas buffalo is coming to lafayette uh but this ball game is huge for marshall they, they could gain a lot of confidence by taking care of a team they should take care of now i will say checking out the lines it was seven at one point in time it's going down to five which actually if you're taking marshall helps <laughs> uh if you want marshall which i will want uh just to kind of be right on that one uh, but it's going to be a, a great ball game, great atmosphere. You know, it's kind of cool that Virginia Tech does that. It's very cool when these Power Five teams go play on the road at Group of Five schools, right? It is a no-win situation for them. If they win, they're supposed to. If they lose, you know, someone's job is, you know, on the line. Uh, it's usually an in-state or neighbor-type deal. So, you know, good for uh, Virginia Tech to do that. Uh, and wishing Marshall all the best. You know, these are the kind of things that, you know, you kind of play for and you get jacked up all week. Uh, the difference between baseball and, and, and football, it kind of has, you know, baseball you can't get excited every night, but it is an every night sport. So at least professionally, you know, if you, you don't play well one night, you come back the next. 
uh, and you can, you know, get that bad taste out of your mouth. Football, you can't, but it kind of builds every day, right? You know, you're still recapping it on Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, you start to look ahead. And then Thursday and Friday, you're all psyched up. Uh, you know, by Thursday, you're ready to go, right? You're ready to go cheer uh, your team. Georgia State and Coastal, they, they got to get ready a little bit sooner. So that'll be a Thursday night ball game. And you know, a lot of a lot of teams, I think the South Alabama game got moved against JMU. They're going to be playing at noon on like ESPNU. Sunbelt's getting a lot of pub. And that Sunbelt East is much better than I thought. We've been over that. You know, JMU looks good. Coastal looks good. Uh, Marshall looks good. App looks good. Georgia State. I mean, Georgia State. I mean, <laughs> they are doing all really well over there, despite, you know, the five interception debacle by Davis Bridge. Georgia Southern is okay. Right. Uh, so they got they got some good teams over there in the Sun Belt East. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Already started kind of doing an early week three preview. We'll continue with that. Uh, but I did want to focus kind of on the Marshall being favored at home against Virginia Tech because it just doesn't happen very often uh, where group of five teams are favored against power five teams. Not, not very often uh, at all. All right, again, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we will discuss the rest of week three, early week three, because you got to get it in with a with a Thursday ballgame. Uh, it is time to talk to you about game time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. What are some of the things you'll like about Game Time app experience? Well, they have flash deals and last-minute tickets, easy to find and buying tickets for every kind of event in your area, images of seat views and lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Let's look at the upcoming week of ball games, And there are some uh, good ones. James Madison going out to Utah State. I don't think James Madison was all that big of a favorite. That was kind of odd. <sighs> Because James Madison's pretty good. Although, Troy did hold them to 16. They were averaging 37. And Troy found their defense. And they were only averaging, uh, they only scored 16 last week. All right. You do got Virginia Tech going to Marshall. Troy's going to have their handful again with Western Kentucky. I think TJ da Jackson is back for the Trojans. Uh, Austin Reed and company can put up some points. They might not be quite as good as they were last year but always a dangerous team. Georgia Southern taking on 
uh, Ball State. That's in Muncie, Indiana. Uh, Texas A&M Commerce against Old Dominion. ODU, a chance to get back on their winning ways. South Alabama, all of a sudden, uh, looking to win, would be three in a row after really not playing well for two ball games. One of them a win. Uh, they could be winning three in a row. They're hosting Central Michigan. I think they're a, a 15 and a half point uh, favorite. Texas State, a big favorite. Love this storyline with Nevada. We've been talking about it all offseason. Uh, Nevada's last win, 13 game losing streak, by the way. Nevada's last win was against Texas State. Their first loss in the uh, losing streak was against Incarnate Word. It was coached by G.J. Kinney, who is now the coach at Texas State. I love that story. Uh, Arkansas State taking on Southern Miss. You know, from what we've seen out of Southern Miss, this is a winnable ball game for Arkansas State. Let's see if the Red Wolves can step up. This is a home game. If this was in Hattiesburg, I'd say something different. But this is a home game. Maybe they found a little something against Stony Brook. And Southern Miss, Southern Miss got a good defense. Don't have a very good offense right now. Do not have a very good offense. And Frank Gore Jr. seen the boot following the game. So that's a winnable ball game for Arkansas State. All right. App State going out to uh, Wyoming. Wyoming gave Texas all they could handle for three quarters before the Longhorns pulled away in the fourth quarter. Don't mess around with that one if you're App State. A little bit of a letdown game, right? Between, you know, Carolina and East Carolina. Now you're playing Wyoming out of conference. You got to go all the way out there to the mountains. Don't sleep on the Cowboys. And as we mentioned, Buffalo taking on the Cajuns. This will be, for all not for all intents and purposes, it is Zeon Chris's first start. He's played a bunch. Played last year. Played in the bowl game. Played most of the game against uh, UAB, but he has not started a college football game yet. It's a little bit different when you got to sleep on it. Kind of like sleeping on a lead in a golf tournament in a major. It's different between first and second. Maybe one stroke, but you're either in first or you're second or not. And uh, a little bit different sleeping on a lead than not than not being in a lead. And in this case, um, So in uh, so in this case, Zeon Chris, get my thoughts back together. Zeon Chris will be the starting quarterback for the again quoting Mike Desimo, uh, the foreseeable uh, future four to six weeks. All right, and at that point in time, it'd be t- if he's playing well, tough to make a change. But at the same time, boy, if you're Chandler Fields, you better be ready. <laughs> don't don't think that you're not playing because this can happen at any point in time. It's not Ben Wolders's, uh knee it's his it's his foot and again he's out four to six weeks all right again thanks very much for tuning in please continue to, to subscribe putting it in all the facebook groups uh so please share it you're welcome to do so and again uh so subscribe in youtube and in the audio for apple podcasts and spotify they are in there as well again thanks so much for tuning in to locked on sunbelt we may i don't I'm not gonna mind drink, uh jinxing it we may have zeon chris the uh Cajun starting quarterback for Wednesday's show before we start to preview everything for Thursday's show. Got to preview at least the Georgia State Coastal game because unless being played Thursday night. All right. Again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.